What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Harley's Hot Seat. My name's Harley J, and I'm your host. And on this podcast, we get to talk to incredible people about their passions. And on today's episode, we have Gia Erickson. How are you doing today, Gia? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm very excited for this um, episode and everything. I'm excited for all my episodes, but yeah, I'm really excited. Anyway. Anyway, I found Gia on TikTok as I found, as I recently know, I found most of my guests, which is pretty cool because, you know, there's yet another app where we get to interact with amazing people. And uh, today we're going to be talking about body positivity and inclusive inclusivity within the performing arts district, along with music and comedy and a little bit of everything else, uh, which I'm really excited. So my first question for you, Gia, is how did you get interested in the performing arts? Oh man, um, <laughs> I I'm trying to think, like what my first thing was. I I've pretty much done theater my whole life. Um, I started like doing community theater as a kid. My first like production I could doing was the third grade, and it was called Once Upon a Lily Pad, and I played in Grit, and then I just loved musicals and theater from that point on and I ended up I actually uh went to a performing arts high school for musical theater so I kind of was able to get into it and like learn about like that business earlier than like some people because some people you know go into it in college um but I started going to my performing arts high school uh my freshman year so yeah and I've just been doing it ever since and I am kind of like weird and can't make up my mind and yeah, but like musical theater is my first love. Um, I am a singer. I love musical theater. Uh, but I moved to New York City about three years ago and have since just found a million other things that I'm interested in and love to do within like the performing arts. Um, does that answer the question? I don't know if it did. I, I think so. I think it did. And first off, let me tell you, I'm so jealous you live in New York City. I'm That's where I aim to move and one day it'll happen. One day eventually, but... It will. Listen, manifest it. I literally like have been... I was saying it when I was like... 12 years old even now with the pandemic like i wouldn't want to be anywhere else because it's still this magical weird city i know i'm so excited i'm i'm working on manifesting um i recently got into manifesting and i'm also creating a vision board soon so i'm gonna put it all up there and then all these dreams are gonna come true and it's gonna be amazing i'm like i should have done this years ago listen it's a powerful thing i didn't really get into like actually manifesting things for myself till honestly recently writing things down or putting them on paper and it's like the physical act of getting it out of your head is like very powerful love that and that's totally true and i'm also kind of went to the high school that i wish i went to instead of i grew up in musicals and plays and stuff and i wanted to be an actress and a part of me still does but i went to a stem school so we didn't have (laughs) no that's cool though stem schools are cool It was pretty cool, you know. It got my it got my love for like chemistry and and like science puns. And you would think that if I went to STEM school, I'd be in STEM. But I actually majored in journalism, you know, which isn't anything to do with STEM. And I want to work in entertainment. So something that's some, awesome. Some didn't work out, but that's fine. That's fine. I honestly think like anything, any experience you have. So like science will like help you in writing and in, in like just you know in conversations later on. 
It's true. It's true. That's how I'm going to win over the heart of whoever my celebrity crushes. It's going to bounce up and be like, let me talk to you about chemistry for a minute. Like our chemistry. Very smooth. Very smooth. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm saving that one to whoever I decide when the time comes that I'm crushing on. We're going to talk about that. You got, yeah, you got the zingers. You got the, the zinger pickup line there. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right. So also transitioning sort of into topics, I love how a lot of your content on TikTok is also about like body positivity and inclusivity, which I think is really important. Yes. What made you decide to post about that topic in particular? To be honest, I've kind of, it, it's weird because for the longest time I tried to stay away from it because I've always, because I know like the, the deal with TikTok is like you kind of want to find your, your niche and your thing. And I've always wanted to be like, well, but I want to do a bunch of things. But I think, you know, this is something that I talk about all the time and like in conversation with anything. And I kind of just had a moment with myself where I was like, well, Gia, you need to start practicing what you preach because... Like I've kind of, you know, I've always been the same size and I've always been very active. And I was kind of always like the fat friend in the group who worked out more than all her skinny friends. And it's so it's just, and I've always been very passionate about. And then especially when I got into acting, you know, it's, it's a very powerful thing that I never grew up seeing anyone who looked like me as like the ingenue in a story and always kind of the the funny best friend. And I love being funny and I, I'll play those roles all day. But I just think, you know, the more, the more we talk about it and the more we see bigger bodies and normalize that, then the further we will get. Um, and so, yeah, that's why I've really kind of started being more confident, like posting about that on TikTok because I think it's important. And also, like, sometimes I like to flex on myself and I'm just like, yes, I can do these same trends, even though I'm a size 14. Why not? <laughs> flex on, I'm going to flex on myself real quick. Let me just show you the world. Just let me show you. I totally agree. Growing up, I was always, you know, the bigger friend. Like I'm, I range between like a, like a 14, 16 and. You know, I got one on at top, so, you know, we can't be, we can't be in those, like, Forever 21 trying to get that medium. No, I I try so hard to, like, wear things where I'm like, oh, that's cute, and it's like, well, Gia, the model on that does not have huge boobs, so it'll look really bad on you, you'll look like a porn star if you wear it. Um, Yeah, and I just, no, but I honestly, it was one TikTok that I posted, which is probably, like, the first body positive one that, like, popped off on TikTok was like, it was the, the one that was like, I have a thick waist, decent face uh, and a weird bank, but I have an immaculate rack. And the amount of people who commented on it, like, oh my God, finally someone with my body type. What, it, it really kind of shook me a little bit. Um, and it shook me a good way and like inspired me because I never, I've never viewed myself as like the object of desire. You know, I, I mean, I, but I, you know, it's something, I stay working on. So I kind of like when that happened, I was like, okay, so I have to, I need to do more of this because like, if this was the reaction, then like, it's important. And it's in, you know, it's important to keep pushing that and showing that. (laughs) I totally agree. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I've definitely noticed. I think when I first got TikTok, it was a lot like my for you page is full with a lot of people who are like a lot smaller than me, you know, like the blonde, the skinnier Mm -hmm. and they're like, 
these trends. And I'm like, I mean, that's cool and all, but like, you guys don't get the struggle. Like you don't get, you don't understand what it's like holding like watermelons on my chest all day or. <laughs> yeah. Like never be, you know, I can remember growing up, like I, I wouldn't, I didn't wear a two piece swimsuit for years. Cause I just, you know, I was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. And there's just so many things that like, cause I'm like, you know, I'm a boss ass bitch now and I, I own that and I know I'm serious, but comes a lot of reflecting on like the things I thought as a kid and the views I had on myself and like knowing, like thinking of them now, I'm like, wow, that's insane. Why did you think that? Like I was, I was actually just talking about this with my roommate last night, how like I would go, I went to two high schools. So I went to my regular high school and my performing arts high school for musical theater. So we took dance uh, every day. And then I would go to the gym after that. Cause I like felt like I had to. Um, mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it like last night and I was like, wow, that's really insane. You really pushed yourself for what? The things we, we, yeah, I totally agree. Like it's, it's so weird and it's so cool how society has slowly, slowly kind of slowly become more accepting of, you know, the bigger body, like us plus size girls and especially in media and performing arts like we're no longer cast as like the funny best friend like we have a lot more diverse roles that we can play mm-hmm. like rebel wilson or queen latifah you know mm-hmm. they're out there being i do made. it's great and i'm like yes but like I, I at the same time it's like i wish we had i wish those women hadn't had to break in through comedy it's very smart of them you know like i think about rebel wilson and how like she literally had to play a character where she called herself fat to break in Mm -hmm. to the market they're my freaking idols but i do i do think you know i think we've come a long way in terms of body diversity but we still have a very long way to go i think film is further along than theater um because being in New York and like going to all these auditions for musicals, like I've been in for the mu- for Hairspray so many times, I can't even tell you. <laughs> I've I, and I love it. I love it. Oh but that stigma definitely still exists. In like, I get told all the time, like I don't know what to do with you, and it's because like people have this antiquated view of types in performing, so that when they see a plus size woman who can do more they it's like they can't even fathom it and they're like well i'm just not going to cast her at all this is just interesting <laughs> yeah i i totally agree i think there is definitely we definitely have a lot further to go especially when ghosts come to theater because i think you know, the people who you know the casting you know you do all the stuff with theater I think they're definitely more set in the past where, like you said, you know, typecasting exists. Like if you look mm-hmm. at something, like if you're blonde and skinny, boom, you're going to be one of the main girls, right? But then, you know, like if you're a plus size girl, you show up, you have all this talent. They're just like, mm, I mean, I want you there, but then I also like, would that be a good idea for me? Exactly. You know? And that's the hard thing. It's like theater, I think... And I think all performing, it's because it's, it's like, you know, I try to be smart about it and I try to think of the business side of things because at the end of the day, it's about making money in theater and film. And but at the same time, it's like I think we need to have more risk takers in theater and film and be like, yeah, you know what? I 
I'm going to cast a plus size woman in a romantic comedy and we're not going to talk about her weight once. Cause that's something else that kind of bothers me. Like, you know, you have the, well, Rebel Wilson, isn't it, isn't it romantic? And then mm -hmm. Amy Schumer in I Feel Pretty, both of which are fat women who literally hit their and get concussions to be, you know, to go into this of being considered beautiful. And it's like, while it's great that those women are getting that, you know, being able to be in those roles is, is great. But also like, what if we just had Rebel Wilson in like Easy A or some, I don't know. That was the first romantic movie that came to mind, but you know, and I just think, yeah, I just think we have a long way to go. And I think it starts with the accountability of producers and people saying like, yes, I did have this bias and I want to change that. Because um, I do think it's an internal, it is kind of a microaggression of sorts in our world of like, oh, big people, like they're not desirable or they're unhealthy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I rant on this subject. <laughs> I I totally get it. I, um back when I was in school, we had we had to do a a writing on like how, where, what would we change in society? We had to write a paper about it if for public speaking. And I wrote mine about um, the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. And this was, I want, I don't know. I want to say this was back in 2018, 2019, one of those two years. But I did a whole paper and I talked about how like we're not being like properly shown off. You know, like when you look in clothing and modeling, certain stores only carry certain sizes. But then when you see them in the ads, some of the models they use aren't actually our sizes. And they are like added with like hip fillers or like, you know, extra padding to make way. And they'll take more careful in designing smaller sizes compared to designing the bigger sizes. So I'm all for this inclusivity. And I'm ready for this to like speed up. I'm like, come on, let me let me see a little bit more. Let me see a little bit more. Absolutely. Yeah, it's with clothes it's it's so prevalent because also it's like for the longest time all these plus size clothing lines like but frankly just because like they were very i don't know for lack of a better word frumpy like that's the and you know people don't think of like like no we want to show off our bodies and that's something that i've kind of like come to a lot of terms with is like i like wearing tight-fitting clothing and i like wearing crop tops and i look damn good in them and even it's interesting because like even my mom like it's interesting seeing kind of like the intrinsic biases like within my own family um who love me to death and think i'm wonderful but like still their knee-jerk reaction is like oh you don't want to wear that oh you don't want to do that just literally so yesterday i got in new york the new vaccine eligibility one of them is one of the comorbidities in bmi um so i'm sure i'm five foot two and I'm, I'm a thick gal. So by BMI standards, I am obese, <laughs> which is ridiculous because BMI is just like your height and weight. And so I think it's hilarious. I actually made a TikTok about it because <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm going to use it, whatever. Call me fat all you want, as long as I'm vaccinated. If, if you, if fat phobia wants to give me a vaccine, I will let them. But it was interesting because I was telling my mom and I was laughing about it. And my mom was like, oh no you're not obese, you're big boned. And I was like, mom, I'm, I'm joking. I don't need it. I don't need to be hyped up right now. <laughs> but it's just interesting kind of how like, it kind of, per like in, in everywhere, like the word fat people associate with bad, no matter what. Um, 
And I just, yeah, I would, I'm just here in this world, I truly believe, to break those standards, shatter them right through. <laughs> Love that. I support it. I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm support, 100% support. Love it. Here for it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree. It's, I think it's really interesting seeing, like, you know, family, like, you know, I got my grandparents and stuff, and they're like, like, we love you. You're great. But they're like, are you sure you want to wear that? Or I think the thing that sucks the most that's recently happened in my life is I worked at a ranch all summer. You know, I lost some pounds because I walked around and I had to chase horses and it was a great time. Loved it. Loved it. Mm -hmm. But back and all, and I look, I'm still plus size, but I look smaller and it's like, oh, you look so good. You look so great. Thank you. Okay. I get it. Can we move on? That's the thing is like this idea that like, like not every single person could do that, right? Like not every single, like I know, like all my skinny friends are some of the most unhealthy people I know. They eat garbage. They like drink a single cup of water a day. Like, so it's like the fact that you were doing that all summer, like shows like how healthy you were and are, mm -hmm. but because it's not, you know, reflected in the standard size, people don't see it something that I'm because I work out a lot like I I do CrossFit you're a brave soul listen it's badass don't be afraid of it like if you ever feel like going to try it I promise you it's not as scary as you think it is <laughs> but yeah because I I mean not to like go give into like I don't know I don't know if this is TMI but I um had brain surgery when I was very little and it affected the area, uh, the hypothalamus gland in my brain, like, can affect your weight and metabolism. After I had that surgery, I gained a ton of weight super quickly at seven years old. And so my whole life, I've been, I've always been very fit, very, or not, you know, very, very active. Um, and it's, it has, like, always kind of been with this chip on my shoulder of, like, I know I can only change much. So that's why for a really long time, like I was just like, okay, well, if I can't be the quote unquote skinniest, then I'm going to be the strongest and I'm going to be funny and I'm going to be all these other things so that people can't even talk about my weight. Which is like, now that I think about it, like, it's kind of a messed up mentality to have, but <laughs> it's also brought me a wonderful sense of humor. I love that. I love that. I think, oh, love that. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our conversation, but let me just tell you, I had so much fun with this podcast and I think it, it's been so great to talk to somebody who like fully understands what I'm going through in life. And it's been, oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That went by so quickly. Cause I just, I get, I can, I will talk to anyone and everyone about this subject. I think it needs to be talked about every day. I love it. And I agree. And yeah. So I have one final question for you. That's not really related to body positivity, but it's more related to her because I, Follow your TikTok, and I know you're a fan. Is your dream role? Uh, difficult question. <laughs> I, had to, I had to ask at least one difficult question. Like, I had to. It's uh, just one. I'm going to go with like my knee jerk reaction. Like, this, my answer to this changes depending on the time, the day you ask me. But I will have to say, Eponine in Les Mis. Because that's one of the, you know, I'm very passionate in roles in musical theater where nowhere in the script does it say they have to be any size, which is quite frankly, every single role. But 
Eponine has always been one of the, it's just a role that I love. And when I did community theater as a kid, I didn't get it. And they put me as the understudy and I was heartbroken. But it's always something that I've always wanted to play is that role. So that's that's my dream today. But ask me tomorrow, it would probably be something different. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. Well, Gia, thank you so much for being on my podcast and talking about such an important topic. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. Yay, I'm glad. Now, Gio, where can everybody find you on social media so they can come and watch your badassness? Oh, thank you. Um, well, I am on the TikTok. My so my TikTok handle is different than my name. I might change it to something more close closer to my name, but right, my TikTok handle is like a chia pet because a lot of people can't pronounce my name. Uh, so I'm like Gia, like a chia pet. Um, so yeah, it's like a chia pet. Um, on Instagram and everywhere else, it's just my name, Gia Erickson16. Um, and yeah, Instagram, like I'm kind of working on kind of leveling up my Instagram because my TikTok following has been very unexpected. So I'm kind of working on having my Instagram meet it there. Um, but yeah, you can follow me there, those places. Love that. Well, yeah, go ahead and give her a follow. And thank you again so much, Gia. Ah. Oh, this is a great conversation. I liked yeah, it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Very fun. Of course. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm glad you had fun. And a big thank you to everybody who is listening, whether this is your first episode or you've been here since day one. I really, really do appreciate it. And I, I love doing these podcasts. I know I say it at the end of every single podcast, but I really do. I really, really do. And if you would like to talk about your passion or know somebody who would like to talk about their passion, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or Twitter at hardj 98 And also make sure to follow Harley's Hot Seats Instagram page, which exists now. It should have lived existed a while ago, but it's live now. So make sure to give that a follow. And have a great rest of your day.